Hey guys, so Kelsey and I were returning after a little break. So it had been a while since we recorded. I was having some technical difficulties in the beginning of the episode. Um, So if the audio sounds a little bit weird for the first, sorry about this, but the first like 10 minutes or so, just hang in there. It does get better. Um, I just didn't want to completely delete the beginning. But, you know, we had to take a little bit of a break. We were both really busy doing things, catching up on life. So, you know, here we are back at it. Just uh, be patient with us. We're getting our groove back. Um, But yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you for listening and thank you for being patient with us. We appreciate it. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls Talking About Commitment. Me and Kelsey have been off. For a couple weeks. For a couple weeks. We took a little summer break. We did. So we're trying to get back into the groove of things. But, yeah. Uh, I'm Shanila. And I'm Kelsey. So what have you been up to, Kelsey? Oh, man. Um, so let's see. We just celebrated the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I haven't had a 4th off in I don't even know how many years. So it was a good day. Full day of events. And then uh, my mom's bit was in town. She's gone now, but she's been in town for a little bit. She helped me move, which was awesome. Know, your mom is the cutest thing ever. Oh, she's so great. She's really cute. Thank you. And then um, I'm actually leaving again next week to go back home for my cousin's wedding. I'm the maid of honor. I'm excited. I haven't wrote my speech yet, so I'm a little anxious about that. Um, but you know, it'll all come together. It'll happen for you. Yeah, do it the night before, I'm sure. Just like a good paper. Yes, exactly. I work best under pressure. Exactly. Yeah. What do they they expect from you? I'm afraid. Don't. Not a whole. Well, not a whole lot. I hope. I'm no comedian, so. I mean, honestly, if you want to like write it and then you can send it to me and I can jazz it up. Oh no, that's a great idea. Oh, I love her. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I put some sarcastic (laughs) shit and your cousin's like, "Whoa, who is this?" Yeah. You know, just behind the scenes. It'll be great. That's exciting. How about you? Um, I am because it's for like a long enough period of time that I don't feel like I'm going to be stressed or under pressure to like go see everybody and try and fit a bunch of stuff in in a short amount of time. Right. So I have quite a bit of time up there this time. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So what did I do? Yeah. I had a housewarming party. It was lit. Was it lit though? I it was. Like it was the most adult party I've ever had in my life because <laughs> nobody got choiced. <laughs> True. And everybody was just like standing there chilling talking. There was like no dancing. It was very was much an adult party. Um, but there were tequila shots. <sighs> Two. And I had to force you guys to do it. But anyway, I had a housewarming party. It was very adult. We had 3,000 chicken wings. It was so many. So many. <laughs> there was literally a mountain of chicken wings. It was insane. This yeah. episode... Kelsey and I got a user, wait, a user, a fan submitted email. Yes, a listener sent in an email. Listener, why couldn't I think of the word I I wanted? A listener submitted email. Yeah. So thank you to our listener who sent this email in and she sent it in asking for some advice. And so Shanila and I did our best to give her advice. We've responded to her and had some interaction with her. But with her permission, we are going to share kind of what happened. Yeah. And also, let me just throw it out there. If you do email us, not only will we, like, ask your permission to use it, but we personally respond to email and, like, try to work it out with you as fast as we can. Of course, we're not immediate, but as fast as we can get back to, we will. Yeah. Um, 
So if you want to, you can send us an email. It's at tgtacpodcast.gmail.com. You know, we're free 24-7. Yeah. We're not doing much. Other than work. So, um, but we will get back to you within a timely manner. And Shanina and I can't even say your name, girl. (laughs) It's been a while since we've hung out. Um, Shanina and I will talk to each other about it and, and really try and come up with like the best plan and stuff and try and help you. Um, but please always keep in mind, we are not professional licensed or certified in anything. So, um, this is opinions and based off some of the stuff that we've researched throughout doing this podcast and stuff. So I'm going to read this email. All right. So it starts with, Hey, Kelsey and Shanila, I need some input. My husband and I have been together for six years and have a young daughter. And I just went back to work about three weeks ago uh, off maternity leave. So I thought everything was going well and I thought we were happy. But today I saw something on his phone that concerned me. My phone was charging and I had just sat down and asked if I could use his phone to look something up on Google. And he handed it to me. I searched for when can babies eat solid food? And once I got my answer, I looked through his search history in the browser. I wasn't expecting to find anything. I honestly don't know why I did it. But what I found confused me. She found a web adult website. Web, yeah, we're calling it an adult website. Um, so he, he's gone to an adult website a few times this week. I wasn't sure what it was, but I took a guess and I just looked it up on my own phone. And it's a hookup site. I'm not sure if he has an account or not, but why else would he be going to the site? Should I bring this up to him? How do I do that? Um, I love this man with all I have. I'm so worried and disappointed. Help, heartbroken mama. First of all, I want to say... That situation sucks. Yeah. you. That's like you feel your yeah. heart drop. Exactly. Like, just be... Just... The first thing I felt was like, dang. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. You know? That was my first thought. Because if I was going through that, I would feel obviously pretty cruddy. I wouldn't feel good about it. Right. And then also, I would have so much anxiety. You know, like, that feeling oh, yeah. when you have to approach something that's weird and awkward and you don't want to do it. And your heart is, like, literally beating out of your chest, and you're like, okay, 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 how do I do it? Oh, totally. You're, like, trying to prepare, and you're, like, trying to rehearse in your head, like, how you're going to say it, but, like, you just can't get the words out. Yeah, my voice seems to get lost anytime I have to do something with confrontation. Yeah, same. So, um, it's definitely not easy. It's a sucky situation. So... After Shanila and I discussed it, we actually looked up this website that she mentioned, and I still personally am a little confused about the website. I don't take it as a hookup site, but I didn't. I didn't. I did not create an account to find out more about the website. I'll be honest. Did you? No. Okay, so we did not put our emails in and create an account. <laughs> to create this website but from what we saw it did not look like a hookup site it was an adult site whatever an adult site i don't even know if it was like a porn site it's an an adult site and i'm not really sure what that entails after responding and talking to this listener a little bit more either way she's she's uncomfortable with it she's not if it's a an adult site or a hookup site or porn site whatever Mm -hmm. she's uncomfortable with it and so that's you know what matters it's something that Shanil and I have talked about through this email and going through this is that he willingly handed his phone to her for her to look up something. So I don't think he's too concerned with trying to hide something from her. Yeah, that's Um, what I thought too, because 
the way she made it sound is that he was just like, yeah, fine, here, go ahead. Yeah. You know, because the thing is, and me and my boyfriend talked about this, she could have gone to his text messages. Yeah. She could have gone to his emails. Right. You know what I mean? Because who knows if he was just standing there waiting for her to do her business and then ask for his phone back or if he just like walked off. Right. And it sounds like he kind of just walked off if she was exactly. had time to, yeah. you know, look through his yeah. browser. Exactly. So. Because we were talking about it and he said, uh, my boyfriend said, what would you do if you found something in my in my phone you mm-hmm. know what I mean like a text or an email or a website you didn't like or whatever what would you do and we had like a full discussion about it but basically I was just like I mean I'd be really disappointed really anxious really upset and I don't know if I would be able to go to you immediately you know I feel like I'd have to sit there and think about it and kind of like work myself up enough to want to go and talk about it so this is not easy especially if it's something that you're really uncomfortable with yeah and if you like don't have don't like confrontation every relationship is different too I don't know how you know your communication works um for me if I saw something uncomfortable like I know that's something that I'm not going to be okay with and so it's not like um a petty thing for me to just like sweep under the rug or wait and see if I'm gonna change my mind about it like I'd rather not sit in the anxiety of of not talking about it and I'd rather deal with the confrontation instead of the anxiety so I would bring it up right away given the right circumstances I am all about not airing out your dirty laundry so if you're at like a gathering you have family or friends over like then I would wait and I would but I would do it that night I would do it as soon as possible and be like hey earlier when I was looking at your phone you know if I went into his text I would admit to what I did you know like yeah you know I went into your text messages and this is what I saw on, you know, can you, can we talk about this? Like what's going on? Or I searched your browser. I'm not really sure why I just, it, I just did it. And this is what I found and I'm uncomfortable with it. Yeah. But yeah, I do the same thing. I would try to rehearse what I want to say because that's just kind of how I am, especially when I want to confront somebody. I don't want to miss any points. I don't want to sound emotional and scattered. So I always try to like practice what I'm going to say does that always work out? No, but I try and sometimes it works out. Yeah, I think kind of having an idea of what you want to say and the points you want to get across is important. I know that whatever I rehearse, it never ends up going that way, especially because you don't know how your significant other is going to respond. But that's something else. If you're bringing up something like one, if you're bringing up something that they're embarrassed about, then it's going to be a difficult conversation probably because they might just be defensive or not really want to talk about it because they're embarrassed, um, even if they know that they're in the wrong. Or, you know, they might be upset with you for going through their phone, even though I don't think they really have the right to be upset with you at that point, especially if they just handed you their phone and you weren't, like, snooping necessarily. It's not like you went and took the phone and, you know, went into it without them knowing. So if you're married, I think that... um, you should have open access to each other's phones anyways. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I'm not saying you should be grabbing the phone and, like, going through it every day. I'm just saying, you know, if you want to use the phone, someone else's phone or whatever, there should be no reason not to. One of you shouldn't be keeping your phone on lockdown. Right. You know, uh, I had a boss once. Her kids had, like, iPads and cell mm-hmm. phones and stuff. And she said she caught her daughter one time under the blanket. Yeah. So she 
pulled the blanket back to see what she was doing and her daughter like fumbled with the iPad or whatever she had and her and my boss was like well what were you looking at and she said uh you know she tried to hide whatever she was looking at I don't know what it was but my boss told her if you have to hide under the blanket to look at it, it's probably not something you should be looking at. Oh, totally. Like, so it's, it's like simple. Exactly. It's like one of those things where if you feel like you have to hide something, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Right. Exactly. Um, and you should always be open and honest and communicate with your partner because if this is something that you have to work through, let's just pretend it was like an adult. A porn site? She has a really hard time saying porn. Let's just say it was one of those websites <laughs> and you're not okay with that. And you caught your partner doing something like that or you found it in their browser history, as uncomfortable as it makes you, you should still be open and be like, this is why I don't like that. This is why I don't feel good about it. You know, use like I statements or whatever. Because you're not trying to shame them or blame them for doing it. You know, everybody is okay with it or not okay with it or whatever, have needs. So everybody's entitled to do the things that they feel like they need to do. But you are also entitled to your emotions and to say how you feel and what you think. So, I mean, don't probably don't make them feel bad about it, but you can say how you feel about it. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I, I don't think you should keep it to yourself. I think if there's something like this that's bothering you and it's continuing to bother you, it's not just like a small petty thing. You can't get it off your mind. Then definitely bring it up. Like we've said before, pick your battles. Some things are probably petty and you probably don't need to start a fight over them and hopefully you don't have to start a fight over this and you can just communicate with them exactly but my advice to the listener was you know bring it up asap mm-hmm. um and it's obviously been some time because she's been talking to us and so she hasn't as far as we know she hasn't brought it up to him yet but that would be for the next time or for anybody else listening is bring it up right away because living in that anxiety and that mm-hmm. uncomfortability to me that's worse than like just trying to get through whatever's happening with this person so remember that you guys are together you're on Mm -hmm. a team and you need to face whatever the issue is together and not even like don't look at it as fighting with each other or like being against each other but Mm -hmm. be against whatever the issue is at hand so come together to work on whatever the problem is Mm -hmm. and you two need to figure out what's going to make your guys's relationship work better and you know what, what's going to make you guys happy in the mm-hmm. end. So some compromising or better communication, whatever it may be. Or hiding your shit better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But, you know, not really. Try but really. <laughs> also, I just want to say that... Um, <laughs> let me jump in here. Yeah, go ahead. Go she ahead. is... She did mention that she's just went off of maternity leave, went back to work. And so neither Shneela nor I have a kid or kids. So we don't know what it's like to go through pregnancy and the emotions of it and having a baby and all that stuff and how that affects a relationship. I'm sure it has some effect on a relationship, Mm -hmm. both good and bad. And so I would keep in mind that this is probably like, maybe not like a hard time, but just a different time in your relationship. Like an emotional one. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's a rough patch. Emotional and trying to figure out, you know, how to make your relationship important, but also take care of the baby together and everything. So I would say... Maybe there's been a little bit of lack of communication. I don't don't know, but I could just imagine that, you know, you probably are tired. You're focused on the baby. You just went back to work. Like, uh, you have all these emotions still and all these things. So maybe he's feeling a little, like, neglected. neglected. Like, he's not getting enough attention or affection from you. Or not that that's an excuse. I'm just 
trying to see both sides. See both sides because exactly. I mean, there's a, there's two sides to every coin, even if one of the coins is more tarnished. Exactly. Uh, there's still always like an explanation right. for whatever is going on. Also, I remembered what I was gonna say. Yeah. Have you ever been upset about something with your boyfriend and then you don't talk about it right away and then you sit there and think about it and then you get mad at him for other shit that he's done? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. like I've totally Maybe done like that where I'm like... Everything in the past comes back and boils yeah. up. I've totally done that where I'll be like, well, I'm mad about this. And then I sit there and think about it instead of talking about it. And then I'm like, oh, man. And then he used to do this other thing. And then he doesn't do this anymore. Right. And then blah, blah, And then you bring it, the one thing, and everything else mm-hmm. flows with and it. Exactly. So I think that's one of the good things about bringing something up as soon as possible is that you can deal with that one problem. Yeah. And um, like we've said before, too, I think it was one of the last episodes we did. Facing the thing, like right away and not thinking of not dwelling on all these other bad things like you know exactly um focus on one thing at a time if you can yeah and and honestly if you're bringing things up as they happen then all this other stuff shouldn't be building up so there should not be any sort of explosion or implosion because you're handling things as they come Mm -hmm. oh also i'm sorry my brain is so scattered because i got off of work and then i was like kelsey let's do this yeah but so she's been up for like <laughs> forever a, 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 yeah a long time coffee is my blood <laughs> yes um but anyway i was gonna say uh, earlier when you were talking about just having a baby and stuff in mm-hmm. your relationship babies don't make things easy I have watched my niece when she's like really little and even watching her as a toddler, it's like you and your spouse or you and your boyfriend can't truly be alone and together until the baby has gone to sleep. Right. But then you're probably exhausted by that point. Exactly. Because you've been parenting all day. You've been rocking that baby's world. Yeah. Playing with it. Doing goo goo gaga, boo, pick a boo, (laughs) you know, all of that all day. I just remember trying to entertain a little kid all day and then at the end of the day being like, well, I guess we should hang out. (laughs) <laughs> right. And then you like, fall asleep or whatever. Pass out, I would and imagine. then yeah, and then like postpartum depression, obviously I've never gone through it because I don't have any kids, but I don't doubt that it can be so crushing. You oh, know I what would I mean? imagine like, so. I've known family members that have really gone through it and just yeah. had a rough time and it's one of those things that you should really be open about and be okay to talk with your spouse about and like you definitely don't have to be embarrassed I don't know if that's what you you would be feeling after that but being open and honest and communicating I feel like that's what we always kind of focus on but communication is key and I think that it can help fix a lot of things especially if you're constantly communicating about any issues you have yeah I think just checking in with each other too like you Mm -hmm. know you have to be open enough to tell your significant other how you're feeling, you know, if you're, if you're going through some depression or um, how even just day to day, how your mm-hmm. day is going. And they should be opening up to you, too. And mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if you're being honest with them and opening up, they should feel comfortable to do the same in return. And, you know, maybe they will at that point say like, yeah, you know, I feel like I haven't been getting enough attention. Or right. I think this would be a really important time to check in on your relationship and be like, what do you need from me right now? Yeah, because what, what if know? he's like embarrassed or something too yeah. that he's oh, I'm sure. Or maybe he's neglected. having problems but doesn't like want to put any more on her. Yeah. You know, but like you just... maybe he wants to say like, I'm neglected too, but he doesn't want to be put 
what are, like make belittle her problems exactly or that's what i was thinking but yes. yeah i just so making him feel comfortable mm-hmm. enough to continue to be honest with you and be like you know let him know that it's important to you that how he's feeling through all this too right like you know he's also had this kid and he's also mm-hmm. going through this with you and so and then he needs to realize the same in return that you know, he needs to check in on you, see how you're feeling and how mm-hmm. you're doing. And you guys need to just figure out what you need from each other right now, in addition mm-hmm. to what you need to do for your baby. Yeah. Um, something that I like to do, uh, me and my boyfriend, is if something's bothering us, we just kind of talk about it, whether it's big or small or whatever it is. And sometimes we fight about it, but then we talk it out or yell it out or whatever it is. And then usually we try to figure out a plan of action for anything like that. And I mean, I'm talking like you put the dishes in the wrong side of the sink. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have definitely mentioned that on this podcast multiple times yeah. that he does that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell him like the other day I said, hey, hen, what is uh, like what's one thing that annoys you about me the mm-hmm. most? And he and of course he said nothing. You're perfect. I love you. Yeah. You're like, OK. And then I paused and then I said, you want to know what mine is? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, mine is that you put the dishes in the wrong side of the sink. And then he was just like, okay, I get it. And I was like, obviously you don't. Obviously not, because it keeps happening. But, you know, that's just an example. And I know it's kind of a silly example, but that's just the... We all have our pet It's peeves. like um, cleaning your house. If you're constantly doing something that is beneficial, then it won't even be it won't even phase you to bring up something big right right you know what i mean like it'll still be hard to do but it won't be as hard since you're constantly talking and being open and discussing things yeah and let me just say too like it's not if that isn't how your relationship has been if you are um, in a relationship where you kind of carry things your own you don't really communicate you guys don't share your feelings very much I, i don't i've been in that kind of relationship i encourage trying to change that in a way and it's hard because Mm -hmm. that requires a lot of trust a lot of communication and understanding patience and it requires you to be vulnerable that was my hardest thing is I in coming into the relationship I'm in right now was Mm -hmm. very closed off not vulnerable just would rather like deal with everything myself and not share my problems or feelings and if something was bothering me I was going to just deal with it internally and keep it to myself my boyfriend helped me fix that and angel i'm very thankful for that because i feel much better like i'm in a healthier relationship because i am comfortable bringing things up that bother me and it makes our relationship so much better and honestly i think going through something like this talking about it constructively not having a big blowout fight about it or blaming each other for anything but just getting through it together will make your relationship stronger afterwards like Mm -hmm. look we were able to figure it out we got through it moving forward this is what we need from each other and what we're gonna do and you know now that's in the past and we conquered this together we accomplished something and that always feels good too yeah when you can actually be constructive and figure out an issue and deal with it and get a plan of action together and actually execute it and fix something in your relationship yeah i mean it feels really nice yeah yeah um, I mean, me and my boyfriend have been together for five and a half years. At this point, we've dealt with many, many problems and come up with lots of plans of action. And it's not always going to stick right away. Sometimes no. you'll break habits and you'll still do the things that make them crazy. But, you know, 
the best thing you can do is talk it out. I mean, we've had a situation like this where uh, something happened that I was uncomfortable with. And I went, instead of dealing with it at the moment, because I couldn't, I went to work, I was upset. And then um, my boyfriend had to go out of town and I tried to call him and talk to him about it. And it was awkward, it was weird. And then when he came home, we had an awkward, weird, distant conversation that didn't go right at all. But the issue was out there. Yeah. And then a few days later, once we had kind of chilled out, collected our thoughts, we were able to have a constructive conversation about it. And this thing never happened again. So, or as far as I know, but. But you feel good in your relationship and secure and everything. Exactly. So So it's just one of those things where even if the first time you bring something up is weird, it's out there. Yeah. And I think that's so much better. Mm -hmm. I mean, for you personally, the one that, you know, is dealing dealing with it, finding whatever. Uh, To me, it's just better to get it out there and not hold on to it. Like that's so much weight on your shoulders. Um, So hopefully whatever advice that Shanila and I gave has helped. And, um, you know, as always, we... This is just our opinions and how we would handle things. I also would refer anybody to the Gottman Institute website or mm-hmm. um, what was that other one? The book of like the solar not giving a fuck. His website had a bunch of Mark Mark Manson. Mark Manson. Um, his website has a lot of great stuff too, and that stuff. The, those websites, those articles, they are some research bound, more mm-hmm. professionalized advice on there. Because I've just noticed from us doing research for our episodes. There's a lot of helpful um, articles on there on how to communicate, what to do for certain situations, addictions, or what to do when you find something like this. I would say, even though we use like BuzzFeed and other articles sometimes, right. go if you're really looking for mm-hmm. your advice. Advice. Go to one of those um, credited websites and maybe find something on there too. Wait, are you saying I'm not an expert? I mean, I'm I've not. been dating since '04, girl. Oh, four. The whole, all of our listeners know about our relationships. Hey, homie, I've been dating since oh, four. Yeah, I know you've been dating since oh, four, but like, you've had to figure out a lot of shit out along the way. Exactly. I have, I have gone through the mud, the quicksand, the shit, and I've come out the other side all stinky and sandy. <laughs> gonna say something really inappropriate but i won't why why am i always the only inappropriate one on the show like it was next level we're gonna just keep moving (sighs) okay i have a question for you then okay so let's say this was you yeah but the scenario is you borrowed your boyfriend's phone and you found a text message that you did not like maybe not over like Oh, crazy out there, but something that you were like, what the fuck is this? Right. Would you, what would you do? How would you feel? Well, I would feel upset for sure. It would be, it would, I'm not saying it'd be easy for me to not just like want to freak out, (laughs) but I've learned that's not very, um, the best way to handle things. So I would just ask, like if it, if we were alone, I would just ask right then there. If we were out with friends or something Mm -hmm. I would wait and I would ask later when I knew we were going to be alone girl I that would be the plan for me that would be the plan you know to like wait till my friends were gone (laughs) but I feel like I would just be 
obviously pissed. Oh, I, I would be. <laughs> if I'm, if something's bothering me or something's, I'm upset about something. Yeah. I don't hide it well. I have a hard time pretending I'm okay when I'm not. And my boyfriend, maybe, I don't know if I'm just really easy to read or he's just really good at knowing when something's wrong. But like... If there's something wrong with me, he knows it right away. And he is not going to be the type where I'm like, no, I'm fine. And he's not going right. to just be like, oh, okay. And like, well, then have fun. No, he's going to like, <laughs> I mean, he'll, at that point, he might pull me to the side and be like, what's going on? Can what's you quit wrong? being a bitch? No, I'm just kidding. That'd be so he rude. Would, oh, I'd slap <laughs> but he wa- he's going to, he wants to take care of whatever's going on. Right. And so he would probably either pull me to side and be like, what's going on? Or there's even been times where I'm like, you know, this is what happened. Let's talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Just because then that way he knows what's going on. Kind of. Could you still have fun? It, no. Have I you done it, it? I think it, no, I don't think that I have. It'd be hard for me. Like, um, yeah, my night would be over. Yeah, no, it would be, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, I would just wait, I guess, wait it out. And as soon as we got in the car mm-hmm. on the way home or something would be like, so this is what I saw. And I'm like, you know, w- what is this? Yeah. Basically, it would be like that. Like, I want to hear your side of the story. What is this? Yeah. And then I will. I would be heated, but I'd be oh, like. me too. But I honestly try. I try to just have like a normal conversation and be like, look, I'm not trying to fight with you. Just trying to get your side. And then if there's like, obviously good reason to be livid, then I'm going to be like, mm, you know, then it might turn into a fight. You know, I'm sorry. Kelsey's like might. the chill level headed one. I'm over here. Just hot, hot heat. I feel like I would try my best not to lose it, but then I could see the night going one of two ways. Either our night is over because my attitude would do a complete 180. Yeah. Or I would take so many shots. <laughs> She's just gonna be like, fuck it. That instead I either, face. yeah, either I get shit faced or I just like black out and get violent and I'm like, let's <laughs> do this now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I. <sighs> I don't know. Stuff like this is still really hard for me. And my boyfriend and I were talking about it. And I said, I told him what would upset me. Like, he's really good at jumping the gun and, like, anticipating me finding stuff, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. if he texts a girl for something, he's like, oh, that's so-and-so from work. She needs a shift covered or whatever. Because, you know, like, it just pops up their name. It doesn't say what the message is. So he'll just explain it before I even can ask anything. That's Um, nice, though, because he's just being... like Man, aware he's been, of your yeah. He's been doing that since. Insecurities, sorry, I don't know if they're insecurities. Oh, I thought because I cut you off. No. <laughs> he has been doing that since before we were official. That's awesome. Like literally, when we were still just dating, he like if a girl was calling or whatever, he'd be like, "Oh, that's so and so. I met her at the gym." Or just yeah. explain it immediately. Yeah. And was just always open and honest and stuff with me. He wants me to like be 100% trusting and I told him it's I'm hard. like 90% bro like yeah, I, this same. is the most I have ever trusted anybody same. so it's like let me have my little bit of skeptical yeah, personality yeah I think that's only normal this day and age but um, exactly with how many things are out there it's, yeah it's, I mean I there's a million dating sites there's a million like hideable texting apps apparently oh, yeah. there's like secret ways to send dirty things i mean you just you yeah there's just it's no, crazy yeah and and that sucks i mean honestly no matter what i feel like you can just never be sure about anything but i you're Shamila so hates fucking me. rude she, she hates me but i i think you and him have really figured out like what works for you and he's very he like takes care of yeah 
your emotional, what do you call that? Health, I guess. Emotional health. I would say like 80% of the time, he's totally okay with how I act. Even if I'm like being crazy, cranky, whatever, Mm -hmm. he's really sweet and understanding. There is 20% where he's like, okay, you've been like this for two weeks. Can you stop? Yeah, (laughs) which is fair. That's fair. It is very fair. But you know, in the moment when I'm heated, I'm like... The fuck? What? How am I acting? I'm fine. What am I doing? No, I didn't even I say mean, anything. I went through like a um, two month period, maybe what? recently, of just like I was just yeah, I was kind of just being a bitch and what? Uh, yeah, I know. I can't even imagine I this know. side of you. Um, it's because I don't make you mad. You don't. You're perfect. <laughs> and then we have no trust issues over here. Exactly. Um, and then yeah, I like attention was brought to it and I started thinking back and I was like wow no I've really been unfair and so um what a patient man two switched, months oh, yeah it was yeah oh it was yeah and then totally just kind of like flipped a switch I was like no I wasn't happy with I was not happy with myself mm-hmm. I was like didn't like how I was feeling and I was like what am I doing you know like yeah um and then yeah it's maybe like three weeks ago we like talked about it and everything and things have been so much better I feel so much better for you yeah but it was like did you figure out what was causing it yeah kind of but a lot of it was just yeah uh, it was myself it was (laughs) me just like my personality was was. rough I was just like (laughs) mentally internally like in a negative mindset yeah. And so, and that's not who I am. And so that's no, also why not. I was so unhappy with myself and then, um, realized like, wow, I am not taking responsibility for my own feelings right. and stuff to so switch it around. And it's amazing. I mean, like, it's amazing how powerful your mind is. And so when I decided like, nope, I'm just going to switch my mindset and going to just not let these things, you know, eat at me anymore yeah. and blah blah and yeah like I've been much happier our relationship's been perfect like mm-hmm. yeah so it's just keep in mind too that sometimes you're the one that's in the mood and right. you have to kind of pull yourself out of there um, and he helped too which was nice you know it's like he came and was like what's been going on and and how are we gonna fix this and Aww. like you know so it was really helpful Um, but I needed a little bit of pushing to like get myself back on track um that is our advice like kelsey said we're not professionals we've just been dating for a really long ass time and these are the things we've gone through and what has worked for us and what hasn't worked for us and you know that may or may not work for your relationship i mean you know your relationship best do what's best for you but maybe we gave you an idea of something else you could do or another way to approach it or something maybe we give you a third point of view that you didn't know existed but if you do want to email us about anything if you have something on your mind whether it's silly serious whatever it doesn't matter you can shoot us an email at tgtacpodcast at gmail.com and we'll definitely uh hit you up you can dm us on our instagram at two girls talking about commitment uh or dm us personally i am at kelsey brie k-e-l-s-i-b-r-e and i am at shanila s-e-a-n-e-i-l-a thank you uh so we're going to play a game play a game and actually i'm gonna do a big huge shout out to uh the podcast that started it all for us actually yeah if you yeah if you don't already listen to all of our episodes which is not that many and then go listen to uh you up yeah you up is what started this for us yes they are 
their voices are actually really nice to listen to. They are. And they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. And they always give you two points, like two point of views. It's a man and a woman, and so you're getting both sides. And honestly, I feel like he's relentless. He really is. And it's kind of a good thing that he's that relentless because he's telling you what a lot of guys are really actually oh, yeah. thinking. yeah, he's going to tell you. Like, when they're not trying to sleep with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if they could say what they really wanted to say and still get sex from you, they would be relentless, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, like, really lays it out and isn't trying to, like, you know. Sleep with you. So he can say what he's thinking. For yeah. Real. Yeah. But they play a game on their show called Red Flag or Deal Breaker, and they came out with playing cards. Uh, so they're just Red Flag or Deal Breaker playing cards, and we're just going to do a couple. Cool. Red flag or deal breaker doesn't wash their hands after going to the bathroom. Like, what else are they not washing? Deal breaker. I feel the same. One, I work in the healthcare field. I was just going to say. You know, I work in the healthcare field. I know what is on your hands, and it's not good. Yeah. No. Yeah. There is literally poop everywhere. (laughs) You think about where the water goes when you flush a toilet in a public bathroom. Yeah. Nothing in there is safe. Exactly. It doesn't matter how much they clean it. There's poop everywhere. Yeah, it's gross. Anyway, deal breaker for me too. And they color coded them. This is actually a red flag for most people. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know they did that. I find that weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could try and train someone to be like, <laughs> did you wash your hands? But like, do you or, really want to do that? You don't even have to say, did you wash your hands? They, like, pretend you went to dinner or something, right? And they went to the bathroom, didn't wash their hands, yeah. and came back to the table. And you had, an, you had a feeling they yeah. didn't wash their hands, yeah. right? So then you're like, I brought some Purell. It smells like cherries. Do you want some? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get some of that Bath & Body Works Purell. You're yeah. at least making them clean their hands some of the way. <sighs> this one actually sets me on fire, and I... I know this is going to upset people, what I have to say about this one. Actually, it's a deal. Okay. Uh, Red flag or deal breaker carries a reusable straw everywhere they go. To me, that's just a red flag. They're trying to save the turtles. Okay. She's like fired up over here. I'm going to go ahead and say deal breaker. Not because I love using plastic straws, but it's like... What kind of cup are you getting your drink in? You know what I'm saying? Even if it's just a glass, but like at a bar, but you like having... That doesn't seem a little douchey to you. So the ice doesn't hit your teeth. That doesn't seem a little little much. It would be weird if it was a guy pulling out a reusable That's what I'm saying. Like, I I get the concept. Like, a girl doing it is not as weird. Sorry to sexualize, but like, a girl doing it is not as weird. There's just like a lot more things we get to get away with. And honestly, yay. For there's well there are but there's things that guys get away with more so than girls so i feel like it probably evens out in the end probably we should really look at it that way yeah yeah um, so i feel like no if i was dating a guy that like brought his straw with him everywhere no that would i would be embarrassed i think so then it would probably be a deal breaker um i think it's it's a deal breaker for me because it's a little douchey because i only think i only thought of it as like a like watching a girl pull a straw out of her purse like i that's not a problem, but a yeah. guy pulling a straw out of his pocket. Yeah. Just don't, just don't use a straw. Then like what kind of person are you when you go to Starbucks? You know what I mean? Like, are you getting, are you bringing your own reusable cup no. and your reusable straw? No. Then you're getting a fucking plastic cup and putting a reusable straw on it. Yeah. That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. I okay. Then you do it like that. No, yeah. Sure not. I mean, 
if you're going to dinner and it's just like a cash dinner and you pull what kind of reusable what and a fancy dinner too like and then you pull out your little reusable straw like this steak dinner they get a 30 ounce steak and then they pull out their fucking straw and you're like I actually have to go um, and my cat back. just died. And not come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're right. I know it's been, it's now a deal breaker for me. See, like, she's so influential. Also, can I tell you what happened at work? Yeah. They have fucking paper straws. We have paper straws at my work, too. Literally the most annoying thing ever. Yes. You can't even reuse that. Oh, no, no, if no. That it sits just gets the, soggy. If it sits in the patient's cup too long... Then you have to start all over it's that styrofoam annoying. and paper that you're right. like. I honestly, I think we waste more straws because we're using paper ones now. And yeah, replace them every it's hour. annoying. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's like I'd rather use one plastic. Str- I mean, the I hospital's know, yeah. wasteful anyway. Why was straws where you wanted to fucking pick your battle? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, she's really I'm sorry straws really do something to me obviously <laughs> okay alright alright red flag or deal breaker won't take their shirt off during sex oh deal breaker oh that's a deal breaker I'm sorry no no <laughs> it's just a red flag for me it really doesn't bug me that much cause I, I leave my shirt on sometimes I guess it says it doesn't say never they won't take it off means they are not going to take it off. Ever? Yeah. They're just going to Winnie the Pumi the whole, our yes, whole lives? Yes. And then could you, like, it gets, sorry, but it, it gets in the way. What if they're wearing a crop top? <laughs> nah, I'm not dating the guy wearing a crop wait, top. I'm not. Wait, it says won't take their shirt off. What if they have a sex shirt and it's a crop top? <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me go put my shirt on. Hold on. Are you want to have sex? Hold on. I already have naked, but let me go put my crop top on. No, wait, wait. It's like, it's like, ooh, they can tell you're feeling sexy, and they go, let me slip into something more comfortable. <laughs> and they put on their crop top, but it's not just a crop top, it's a bro tank crop top. No. I, this is getting worse. I'm, now I'm running out the door. I'm a touchy feely person, too. Like, I, I don't want to have to. You can reach under their shirt. That's annoying. It is annoying. The shirt's in the way. It's 100% in the way. I'm, I just really didn't appreciate Winnie the Pooh as much as I did. No. I'm in there <laughs> trying to take that shirt off right over your head. And, and if you won't let that happen, then it's deal breaker. It was a red flag, but if it's never, it's like never. ever. They're always going to have a shirt on. But I imagine this is like the beginning of dating and they're like maybe shy or something. I was going to give him a red flag, but Kelsey's forcing me to make it a deal breaker. I can't. Okay, red flag or deal breaker doesn't believe in marriage. (laughs) Um, I submitted that card, so no, uh, not really, but... Deal breaker. uh, If they don't believe in it, I guess, yeah, that's deal breaker. If they don't believe in it, that's a deal breaker. When me and my boyfriend first started dating, I... I was really shy with him about certain things and I didn't open up. But once I did, I flat out told him, I was like, before I get too involved in this relationship, do you want kids? What are your views on finances? And do you believe in marriage? Like those That's were literally things. three things that I knew I wouldn't be able to bend on. A smart thing to bring Like up. honestly, religion, I believe in it. I'm not going to force you. And Same. I'm open to hear what you have to think. Politics, 
um, I'm not going to force you. And I like to hear things. So doesn't bother me that much. If you're just hateful that I'm like, get out of here. But right. you know, whatever. If you have your beliefs, you have your beliefs. But I knew that marriage and kids and finances were going to be a big deal for me. Yeah. And honestly, he told me he wasn't sure if he wanted kids or not. And I was like, fuck, I really like this guy. I'm going to have to break up with him. Yeah. Dang it. So then we had to talk about it. And I had to be like... Do you really like, not want him ever? Is there like 5% of you that wants one? Yes? Okay, I'm still in. Yeah. <laughs> I have something I can work with here. Exactly. Ooh, Red Tiger <laughs> Deal Breaker kisses their family members on the lips. Everyone. Every family member? It says family members. And um, Deal Breaker. I, I, see, I can understand. I don't know about a guy kissing any of his family members on the lips. I feel like if it was like a, a little like like peck smooch, doesn't bother me. Red flag. If they're giving big juicy closed lip kisses to their yeah, family no, members, that, that deal, deal breaker. breaker. Could you imagine? No, do you even understand how uncomfortable that? Honestly, would be? I would probably go to the first family meeting, see the first one happen, have my jaw just be on the floor, and be like, "I gotta go. My cat just died. <laughs> I need to get a cat." <laughs> I. And not only that, I would probably be like, I gotta go. My cat just died. Also, I'm shocked by what just fucking happened. <laughs> yeah, if you're leaving, you might as well just uh, and, how gross it is. And you should know that. that yeah. That's not okay. It's not, it's not okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was our show, guys. Remember, you can always email us at tgtacpodcast at gmail.com or DM us directly on our Instagram at two girls talking about commitment. Oh, also, sorry, we've been like so incredibly busy with our lives and work and everything. So there hasn't really been additions to our website, but go check out our website, commitment.wtf. And we are aware that not um, all the episodes are available on our platforms right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you have nine through 18. So if you're trying to go back and listen to the beginning ones, we're sorry, we're trying to get it fixed. But if you go to our website, commitment.wtf, you can find all of the episodes there and play Mm -hmm. all of them. So, all right. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.